Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. It's a beautiful Monday morning. How are you? Hope everyone had a fantastic weekend. Great weekend, productive weekend. A little bit of a chill going on in the air, but uh, a lot of good stuff happening. Um, Odin, the board and train dog that we've got uh, uh, with us for the last two weeks, went home. And um, the go-home video, I think, is... uh, going up today. Joel will put that up today. And if folks want to like see all well, the, the during stuff, you know, what happened during that, the, the whole uh, boarding train, we've been putting that up on Instagram stories a lot. So if you're not part of our social media um, audience, um, Instagram stories is really, really important. If you're new to the show, my name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. I've been training dogs professionally for 20 years, and then it's not a hobby. It is a full-time career. I've worked with over 10,000 dogs, um, traveled the world, 300 seminars, and I specialize in working with the most challenging dogs out there. Obviously, I can train your eight-week-old puppy. I can train dogs, you know, all dogs under six months old of age to be off-leash trained by six months old. Um, I'm really, really good at stopping unwanted behavior, specializing in leash reactivity, um, human and dog aggression, stopping all your major unwanted behaviors such as getting on counters, getting in trash, all the things that piss you off. Um, We eliminate those in seconds, in seconds, not in minutes, not through management, but actually eliminate them, quote unquote, fix, if you want to use the word fix them. And then our, 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 my other specialty, possibly even better specialty, is the training of humans. The communication to humans on simple concepts in order for them to be successful. The, 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 the training of humans and simple concepts so they can be successful to live the best lives with their dogs. Now, let's remember that. That is my mission. That is my goal. For you to be successful. For you to be successful. That is what I want. And that is why I do six podcasts a week. That is why I've got 50,000 posts, 5,000 videos, 10,000 hours of social media, um, audio content, all for free to help you. Because I'm sick and tired of what is going on in the world that I've been screaming and yelling about all this stuff for a long time. And it's all coming to fruition. For instance, I predicted Dog cowers will be illegal. I predicted shot cowers will be illegal. It's not because of anything I am doing. So the folks that are telling that story, you're clueless. But here we are in New York State and in, in California. How now they're putting it up to, to ban them. And it's really, really funny because when all this shit was going down for the last 15 years and I contacted the remote cower companies, I'm like, um, you guys going to help out here? Are you going to help out? What are you doing to keep your industry alive? But it didn't bother them. Why? Because it didn't hit the U.S. And you know what the response was? It's a dog trainer problem. It's your problem. Those were words directly to me. Meanwhile, I'm still using their products because they're fantastic products. But the point is, now they're paying attention. Why now? Why now when I sounded the bell a long time ago? Why not when nobody was putting shock cowers, remote cowers in any of their videos? We were. Why? When everybody was lying on their pages, outright blatantly lying, saying they don't use them. Meanwhile, they do all the time. And there's nothing wrong with that. So is it possible? Is it possible? And we all know this through what's going on in the world today. 
is it possible that there are forces larger than you and that you are not aware of that actually want to see you fail with your dog? Is it possible that there are forces out there that are lying to you, deceiving to you, trying to manipulate you, and do not want to see you be successful with your dog because they want you to be dependent on them For instance, countries are banning tools, prong collars, remote collars. Okay. But this is the problem. They're doing it underneath false pretenses. Why are they banning tools? What is the reason why are they ever banning tools? Not because they harm dogs. It's because they have been told by uninformed parties that are well-spoken, well-written, a heck of a lot smarter than me on the books maybe, that says they do. And they believe them. Why? Because they bend the knee to the woke mob. That is why. Because they don't have the balls to stand up and say, basically, fuck you, these are good. How many more, like, especially in Europe where there's lots of farms, how many more livestock has to be killed? I believe there's a couple of challenges out there saying, I'd love to see dogs come off prey without a remote. I'd love to see dogs stop killing prey. Nobody's taking them up on it. Why? Because there's two, like, well, we need this circumstance, we need that circumstance. No, 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 no. You don't need any circumstance. Put your money where your mouth is. Show us how it's done, step by step. Stop putting all these claimers in there. Can you or can you not pull a dog off of prey? Well, I would never put my dog in that situation. You didn't answer the question. Everything is always a workaround. There's so much lying and misinformation about, especially prong cows, that they harm dogs. Do you know that the prong cow is probably the least invasive, safest cow to have on a dog? The least invasive, safest that you can have on a dog. If I wanted to kill a dog, give me a slip lead. If I wanted to kill a dog, give me a slip lead. Give me a shoestring. Give me a nylon piece of rope. Kill a dog in less than a minute. Prong collar, extremely difficult to do. Extremely difficult to do. If I wanted to control a truly aggressive dog that was trying to harm me, give me a slip lead. Not a prong collar. Now, why do we use prong collars? Because a prong collar is a wonderful communication device that helps take the dog training theory. Everything boils down to dog training theory. You need to understand how to train a dog to do what it wants and stop a dog from doing what it what you don't want it to do in order to do that you need to learn how to communicate with the dog some people have more skills than others some of us can train dogs with a bag of kibble and a leash some of us need more help some of us change our own oil some of us go to a, a, a quick loop place and it's your choice to do either and you shouldn't be shamed for either of those choices but there are people out there who have no control of their own lives that want to now control you. Oh my gosh, you sound like, you know, you know, you're in a fantasy land, yada, yada, yada. Until it actually comes true. Hello, California. Hello, New York. Ironically, you got a mask up there too. Inside. But everybody's worried about what the environment well 
guess what? Masks are bad for the environment. FYI, they filled the freaking microplastics and all that bullshit. It's another story. It's in your lungs, you're breathing it in. It's in your food. That's another story for another day. But then you've got organizations out there that are making a very, very, very difficult time for people to actually be successful with their dogs. They don't want them to. Then you have a shelter system out there that won't adopt dogs out to people because they don't check all the boxes. Meanwhile, if you truly cared about dogs, you would empower empower owners to be successful by allowing them to utilize what training methodologies works best for them. Not just the dog, but the person. And it's not a sign of laziness. It is not a sign of laziness to utilize tools. Food is a tool. A leash is a tool. Why doesn't everybody just do free shaping? Why doesn't everybody just train their dog through free shaping? Which is, by the way, is manipulation and coercion. You don't think it is, but it is. And don't let an acronym fool you. I read somebody's post about like yesterday who I'll be, I'll be, you know, I, I blocked them. I thought that I would, I've known them for a long time. It was in response to like, you know, somebody blasted them about using fear. And it's like, oh, I only use remote collars on low levels and I don't ever use it for punishments. I'm like, you don't? Why not? I only use a prong collar for, for easy pressure and release. I never use, use it harshly. You don't? You're full of shit. You just don't want social media pushback. You're a coward. You are a coward. This is a grown-ass man. You are a coward. I'm sorry. You're a coward. Don't give me this line of bullshit that you only use remote collars on low levels. Barely, like, lower than what the human can feel was their line. Really? You do? So when a dog's coming up at your face, what do you do? When a dog blows off your low levels and it's chasing deer, what do you do? When a dog is resource guarding, what do you do? When a dog lunges at another dog and it's on a leash, what do you do? Do pressure and release? No. Why are you lying? Why is our industry lying? Because they're afraid of pushback because they have no courage to speak up and tell the truth. Now, do we use remote cars on low levels? Of course we do. Do we use tools gently? Of course we do. Do we use positive reinforcement, reward-based training? Of course we do. 90% plus percent of the time. But we also rehab dogs. We don't work with high drive, happy to work for you dogs. But even those dogs have unwanted behaviors. So, there is a whole cadre of people out there. Joel and I were talking about this yesterday, saying if she was to get a dog right now and didn't know anything about dog training, she would be scared shitless if it had behavioral problems because she wouldn't know what to believe and where to turn. Ironically, the truth tellers, as we know, hello Twitter, pre-Elon, are shut up and silenced. Until, ta-da!
they were actually telling the truth because the walls came down. But now, the one that bring the walls down are the evil people. So it's funny because we put up a lot of content. We put up a lot of content. And there was two posts that I will read from you from you. Two comments. Somebody named, and I mean, these are public comments so I can name names because they're right on our, these are not direct messages. These are not emails. These are not texts. They're right on our Facebook page that anybody can see right now. So if you're going to make a comment on my Facebook page, I'll just say it. Kareen Frohack. There's a, there's a, I just never heard of this person before. This is common. What people do is this with our 50,000 posts. They jump on one post and they make a comment. Are you able to teach a dog leash skills without shocking them? Okay. And then we um, politely say, um, of course, we do it every day. And e-cow training isn't just shocking a dog either, LOL, because it is funny. It's actually 10 times more complicated than leash work when you do it right. It doesn't hurt to research the things you don't know about. Okay. And then again, she responds, weird, every dog you're training is wearing a shock collar. Okay. Well, number one, what does shock collar training have to do with leash handling? Zero. Nothing. It just shows that you're an idiot. And if you understood not just our training program, which is on remote collar training, which is very difficult to properly remote collar train a dog, even though you can do it yourself. And we've got free courses as well as paid courses on it. And you don't need a dog trainer to show you. You can do it yourself. But all dogs on our property are trained on leash first. I've been talking about leash handling since day one. If everybody had better leash handling skills, they'd be better dog trainers. A remote collar is a separate communication device. But you, these are misinformed people that just throw out these slogans with nothing to back it up. And when they're directly challenged, they have nothing to say. Meanwhile, this person is a mother with kids who is online bullying other people. What message does that send? Can't you go online without bullying other people? Can't you go online without shaming other people? Her dog is wearing a harness. Can't you control your dog without a harness? Why don't you just use leash handling skills? Harnesses don't teach leash handling skills. I mean, we can go down the rabbit hole forever, but you're stuck in an ideology. And then you've got all these countries that are banning tools because they think they hurt dogs. Okay? Another comment. Another comment from uh, yesterday. This happened... Um, actually last night when we we're going to a wonderful, uh, Christmas thing. Okay. Ready? Craig, Craig Fassbender. Hi, Jeff. This was on Sunday that this comment came in. Hi, Jeff. I've been watching your video since Friday. That's 48 hours. I want to thank you for saving my sanity and my relationship with my new Husky Mix dog, Max. He was a shelter dog I got four weeks ago. He's owned this dog for four weeks. He has a host of bad behaviors. He was absolutely horrible on a leash. After he pulled me to the ground last week after a running burst, 
The dog pulled the person to the ground. He's had the dog for four weeks, and he's been training the dog with people for four weeks. Four weeks, no results. I decided to look more into prong and e-cowers, something four weeks ago I never would have considered. That's a very common response we get. I never imagined I would be using these tools until I got the dog that dragged my ass to the ground. And nothing else was working. And this is what people will say. It's his fault. Have you ever thought it's the, the training philosophy that he was following? It was that fault? Why do we always blame the owner and not the philosophy? Why don't we blame the teacher, not the student? He was so bad out of the gate, I, would, I, I was going to take him back to the shelter. He was already in the shelter, and he was going to go back to the shelter. Sorry, huskies that pull you to the ground are not the most adoptable dogs. And he was already in the shelter. Now he's probably going to go back, and I don't blame him. Why? Because he tried. All the advice he got, all the help he got wasn't working. They couldn't get him the dog to walk on a leash. One of the simplest things you can do with a dog, it takes us three to five minutes tops. Give us your worst dog, I'll show you. Oh, well, you have to inflict pain into it. No, we don't. We have to use dog training skills properly, as well as tools, as well as philosophy. But I can do it with a slippery big deal. I'm a dog trainer. I was, I was seeing very little progress from other trainers' advice. After watching your prong collar leash pulling and heel videos, which is free, by the way, I decided to give the prong collar a try. In 15 to 20 minutes, following what you showed in your videos, I had more improvement than the previous four weeks. In fact, this is a totally different dog. Unbelievable change. I couldn't, couldn't believe that he was responding just like in your videos. Thank you so much for all you do. We still have a lot of work to do, but just uh, having some control of the situation now is a huge burden lifted. These are not planted comments. These are from real people. We get thousands, ten thousands, millions over the course of my career, comments like this. Those are facts. There's your scientific study right there. This times 10,000. You don't have to train any way I suggest. I could care less. But train your dog. But meanwhile, somebody is trying to take away Craig's rights. And that would end up with another dead dog. So do we care about dogs or do we not care about dogs? Or are there organizations out there that want to see you struggle so you keep depending on them for cash flow, for adoption fees, for readoption fees? For I know dogs that have gone through that have been returned five or six times. It's a heck of a lot of freaking money. Lots of fundraising, lots of adoption fees or purchase prices, as I like to say. I've been saying this for years. I have not changed my story. I've been called a whack job since day one. Interesting how now that's usually how it starts. And then all of a sudden it becomes true. And then all of a sudden someone says it, but they're the genius. But it's like, but we've been saying this for years. So is it possible that there are people that don't want you to be successful? Absolutely, 100%. Why? 
it's not because they care about the dogs. Let's get that right out in the open. They say they do, but they don't. They care about their ideology. They're trying to grow their angel wings. But they really don't truly care about you, the owner, your success, your quality of life. And they sure as hell don't care about the fucking dogs. They just want to be right. Now, do I want to be right? I believe I am, but you don't have to think I am. But I'm not going to shame you, even though this might seem like it. I'm just trying to open people's eyes. You can train your dog any way you want to. Any way you want to. I could care less. But just like the quality of opportunity for success in many categories of this world, because sorry, things are not always fair, but we all have the opportunity to be successful. Andrew, you got homework in the printer, okay? We all have the opportunity to be successful. Let's go to the questions. Quiet. Uh, good night, you guys. The dogs. We got people at the front door. Good morning, Jeff. Hope your weekend was awesome. Weekend was fantastic, actually. Skyler, good morning, Jeff. I was looking uh, to email you about one-on-one. -on -one. I'm unsure which email to use. The only one I found is the front desk in Providence. It's Jeff at SolidK9Training.com. Jeff at then the name of the company. All right. Terry G, for some reason, essentially, no one believed this woke garbage is being used and taught. Um, uh, shoot, 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 shoot. Um, there we go. Um, no, um, no thought or most don't think it would ever happen here in the States. Of course it would. I've been talking about this for years. Years. Here's, I've also said, said this prediction. Dog sports will be against the law in the next 10 years. In Europe, in the next five, in the U.S., in the next 10. That includes agility, dock diving, um, a lot of other things. Tools will be banned in Canada first, then they'll move down to the United States. Good morning from Nova Scotia. Oh, hey, Nova Scotia. I love Nova Scotia. I spent some time um, in Nova Scotia. The shelter system is so stupid. They don't want me to adopt my pit bull because I have a cat. So what? Get five pit bulls, get five cats. I got around that nonsense, and now I have my pit bull and my two cats. Good. Can you go to a Joelle that the gutter person's here? Just knock on her door. She probably needs privacy, but just tell her that she might have to go out there and talk to them. Okay, thanks, buddy. All right. Um, can, can. I use a, a prong cow with my pit bull and a spray bottle of water. He's terrified of spray bottles almost. I never have to use it, but just pointed at him. It's pretty funny, actually. So make sure you always, first of all, can, can, a little bit of helpful hints. Always say no first. Also, if you're going to, if you're going to pick it up because you need to use it, deploy it. Deploy it. But here's a great example where someone would say, don't train with fear. This is not against you, Con Can, but don't train with fear. Meanwhile, the water bottle is instilling fear in the dog. Oh, but water bottles are okay to use. They are. But according to this dog, it's terrifying. And I'm not against it, by the way. I'm not against the water bottle. What I'm saying is, why are water bottles acceptable but a shock collar is not acceptable? Fear is fear. 
and I have no problem training with fear. I usually use as little pressure as possible, but as much as needed. Yeah, but but agreed, but also a little bit of disclaimer to that. Sometimes you're better off going high than low and getting over with because when you go low, it ramps them up. Sometimes you're better off just squashing it. Sometimes you are better off going overboard to get your message across, but we need context to it. We need context. Dog wants to bite your kid. Oh, we don't start low. I don't even think about low. I don't think about, I don't even think about least invasive. Well, let's see how this is not against you either, but this is, this permeates the industry. It's like, I'm going high. I'm going super high. I'm going highest I can. And I'm going to squash that damn behavior right now. So the dog never even thinks, thinks of even considering growling at my child, biting my child. I'm going to wipe it off the face of the, the earth. Yay. That thought. Chipmunk, according to environmentalists, yeah, environmentalists, I wish they knew what they were talking about. They want everything. Um, dogs and cats need to be eliminated as pets because their carbon footprint is high because of their diet. Okay. Really? Really, environmentalists? Okay. They're, they're, they're dogs and cats, carbon footprint is high. Okay. So let's kill them all. Is that what you want to do? You want to kill all the dogs? How about all the livestock out there? How about livestock? You want to kill all that too? How about all the plastic out there that's being dumped in the ocean and ending up in your food supply? How about that? Oh, I don't eat meat. Oh, you don't? What do you eat? Soybeans? Okay, I eat tofu. Do you know how tofu is made? Do you know how the fields are plowed? Do you know how many animals are killed? Whole families of, uh, of, of rodents are killed when they till the soil? So you're, 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 you don't want to eat meat, but you're, you're, you're okay eating soybeans. In order to prep the soybeans, you've got to kill a bunch of animals to do so. Which kills more animals than me, actually. Is this my podcast or yours? you got a Thursday podcast. By the way, Angela, and, and, Angela, Angela's got a Thursday podcast um, on, on Greek mythology. Thank you, Angelo. Skylar, I had a few boarding trains. Um, that would blow through 100 just sending in place with leash guidance. We tried everything with them. First, nothing worked, one of which attacked dogs for no reason. Yes, anybody that's in the trenches, okay? And that's why it's always funny when people are like, like people that make these shock collar comments. If you have the balls enough, and if you don't believe in any of these tools, and if you want to come to my facility, you can't just randomly just show up, but if you want to come to my facility, I'll set you up with a dog, I'll leave you in a room with a loom, a room alone with the dog, with the equipment of your choice. All right? You can't leave the room. You have to stay locked up in that room. No one's coming in to help you. This dog weighs 80 to 100 pounds. And it, and it bites people. I want you to walk into that room with no help. And I will have a video camera running. We will live stream it. And I want you to show me what you can do. If you're willing to do that, email me. Because folks that are, are you know, I can't even get people to come on to their freaking podcast. And you can't talk all science. You can't quote all these studies. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your experience. And a lot of people do have great experience never having tools until 
you start working with extremely difficult dogs and none of that stuff works. Give me a high drive Malinois and a ball, I can train the dog. Give me a nervous, fearful, shut down dog that doesn't even want food, doesn't want a reward. You better have a skill set. But even people with easy dogs are struggling. Why? Lack of information, conflicting information. But we often have dogs that blow through 100. That's why this low number shit is baloney. You're using low numbers only, lower than the human can feel. Really? I call you a liar. I call you a liar. You're just trying to sound kind instead of ethical. Is it that bad to correct a dog for three seconds without any anger? Just say no and then apply your correction? Is it that bad to teach the dog what is right and what is wrong? But in these, think about it, this is someone that uses an e-cower. This is someone that uses a prong cower. And they are actually trying to also now dumb it down, soften it down, and hide the truth. Because they don't, this is what it works out to. They want to put themselves up on a pedestal, and they don't want to be the bad shock collar trainers, but, they, but they'd rather be the lying shock collar trainers. Well, if you're comfortable living with that, that's okay. But I'd rather be honest. And I'd rather say, of course we use low numbers. Of course, we are using positive reinforcement, but I assure you, when we're working with dogs, the dogs that we get, when we have goals that we want to meet, oh, there's force used, there's fear used, there's compulsion used. But at the end of the day, the end of the week, the end of the four weeks, when you've got yourself a dog that you can live with incredibly well for the next 10 years, Seems like a fair trade-off to me. And ironically, you build a better relationship with the dog, which is another lie out there that is parroted. So when we can get somebody that in one video, in 15 to 20 minutes, gets more results in four weeks, and it's not because they weren't trying, it's because they got bad information. The information they got bad, the information they were getting it from are from the people that love to attack folks like me. Meanwhile, people that are listening to them are not getting the results. Joel, can you talk to RT real quick? It's about the gutters. Thanks. Deb says, good morning, uh, Jeff. So glad that you are the voice of many trainers and many owners all over the world. I listen just to keep myself pumped up each day when I go to the door to train dogs. You know? I had a client this weekend. Um, they've been to four trainers before me. Trainers telling them prong cowers will destroy their dog's willingness to learn. So... So Murph, that's that's a great example. That's a great example. It'd be great if these lights stayed on until I was done. Fifteen, fifteen minutes. Fifteen minutes. Yep. Yep. Awesome. Because I want to talk to him too about the shed, about the shed, getting power to the shed. Let me just finish this. Okay. 
yep, yep. Sorry, we got we're doing um we're building uh what do they call that? Expanding the size of the house and we've got a lot of extension to the house and we've got a lot of today's a big electrician, gutter, handyman, uh can contractor here today. Um between his time then the prong counters were destroyed, the dog's willingness to learn. Like where? Where do they get this from? Since when? I have never seen a prong collar in 20 years of my life, 10,000 dogs, doing this professionally, not as a hobby, not like hearing it from people, but actually being in the trenches. I have never seen a dog not willing to learn. You know what I see dogs not willing to learn is? How about this? So, so how about this? How about if I told you that food will create a dog not willing to learn? Where would I, why would you say that, Jeff? Well, how about this? I'm using food trying to train a dog and it doesn't want to do anything for me. Little small slip lead and food. I'm just trying to train the basics. Sit and down. That's it. Doesn't want anything to do. I'm trying to get the dog to gently recall to me with HVTs, another bullshit acronym, an acronym of high value treats. Shouldn't that work? I'm also using dog training, by the way. I'm not just shaking a bag of treats and bribing the dog. I'm actually using actually dog training. All my modules, everything. Quadrants. I say modules, quadrants. This is what's baloney. That's why all of this science speak, all of this nonsense, all of these lies are lie. It's an outright blatant lie for somebody to say a prong collar will make the dog not willing to learn is an is a lie. It's not an opinion, it's a lie. It's non-facts. Well, we're gonna have to agree to disagree. No, you are wrong. Like, you know, it is. Eight, according to my, if you both, if we all look to my computer right now, it's 835. I don't know what your computer says, but right, my now writes has down 835. Now, according to my computer, it's 835. Now, it might not be 835. It might be 834, 833, or 836. But if I made a statement saying, according to my computer, it's 835, and you looked at my computer and you said, your computer says it's 839. I'm like, no. Well, that's my opinion. It's not your opinion. You're wrong. You are wrong. There's a difference between having an opinion and being wrong. And you are entitled to your opinion, but that doesn't mean you are right. That does not mean you are right. Well, another great thing about Elon is he's showing people, guess what? A lot of people were right in silence. And a lot of people were wrong and lifted up. And he's not a danger. Diane, do you make the raised beds or do you do you purchase them and wear? They look super sturdy for our mastiffs. Um, a lot of the beds we get are from uh, Pet Cot, Pet Cot, but you can make them yourself. Well, there's four logs, there's four legs, four paws, which is another one, but they're not as sturdy as Pet Cots. But you can also make them, if you've got a if you got a mastiff, just get some plywood, some carpeting, some two by twos or four by fours. Make them yourself. Con can, that's a really good point. Yeah, sometimes I talk, sometimes I talk sense. See, con can, this is what I want you. First of all, kudos to all the work you're doing. But I want you to think about this. Don't worry about too much, too little. You did say the right amount. I get it. But when we work with dogs, we're not gonna certain behaviors, we're not gonna mess around with. We're going to come in and squash. 
Um, Murph says they have two 90-pound dogs. They've dragged one of their owners down the stairs, educating them, put the prong collar on ransom drills, coach them. Yeah, exactly. Like two 90-pound dogs and prong collars are bad? Are you fucking kidding me? Well, if they had more skills, okay, let's go with that. If they, if a dog owner who owns two 90-pound dogs had more skills, well, guess what? They don't have more skills. So allow them to have access to something that will help them learn to have more skills. Have you heard of something called training wheels? Oh, so prong cowers are just a training wheel? No, but why do we have training wheels? To give the child confidence to ride the bike. And the more success they have, the more they will have. By the way, a little trick for training wheels. You can get rid of the training wheels, take the seat, lower the seat all the way down for the child so his feet can fully touch the ground. Therefore, if they get unstable, they can fully put their feet on the ground. Now you don't need training wheels anymore. Little little hint from Sweden. All right. Kim, you and Joel gave me the best advice. Don't underwhelm your dog. Yes, CanCan. They're absolutely trying to kill the livestock. They're pushing laws in Nova Scotia that for every acre, for every one acre you have, you can have one livestock animal. One acre? Are you fucking kidding me? Like we're looking at hobby farms right now. An acre? That's terrible. Even forget the chickens. By the way, we're building a chicken coop. That's our homework for this week, Angelo. We have to go to Tractor Supply today. Um. We're allowed five chickens in. Uh, we live in a, in a in a city, so we can only have five chickens. That's still plenty. It's more than enough. So we're building a chicken coop, and we'll be documenting that. We're going to go with. Um, we're going to go in January. We're going to get a um, little day old chicken. So what? We got two months, three months, two months probably before we put them outside, and then a little bit longer. So we'll we'll, we'll document that, and I'll probably put one of our ring cameras on there, and um, you'll be able to see chicken life. You can log in anytime and see chicken life, probably. All right, but that's like one acre of land. No, one acre of land. How many sheep can you? I'm not, I'm not a farmer, but how many sheep can you put on there? How many goats can you put on there? How many acres do you have? Well, in in uh, uh well, in Rhode Island, we had 180 acres. 180. We only have 180 farm animals. Right, which is ridiculous. We could have fit 180 acres in the rear pasture, which was only two acres. Two animals. Right. Two. Laura Lee says, I posted a video trading my dogs. A lady in Europe commented asking what was on their neck. I said a trading cow. She replied that people like me to be put in jail for uh, um, jail where she lives and come after me. Right. That's right. That's fine. It's always it's always people like that. So because you use a trading cow, you should be put in jail. Meanwhile, pedophiles are running free. All right. Meanwhile, do you realize that there are countries where women cannot vote, walk down the street, or drive? Do you know that there are countries where homosexuality is against the law? Do you realize that we have current, everyone's going nuts on slavery? Slavery exists today in many, 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 many countries. With folks with the same color of skin that I have. Slavery has been going on for thousands and thousands and thousands of years, 10,000 of years. Do your research. Aztecs, Mayans, the British Empire. So folks, folks that like 
to use that comparison from Europe that you should go to jail. Yep, you should go to jail for training your dog. Train your dog probably to a higher quality than they can. See, it also depends on what you want the dog to do. See, nobody ever asks how the dog came in. Nobody ever asked that. Murph says, um, and within, but Laura Lee, keep putting up your content and ban those people. Anybody that usually asks what's on your dog's neck, we ban them, we don't even answer them. Not because we're not afraid of a conversation. I've been doing this for 20 years. I've been on social media since almost the beginning. I know where the question is going. It's not my first time around the block. If you are interested, you can reframe the question. Well, maybe you should try to educate them or maybe they can educate themselves because there's enough information out there, but they're so stuck in their ideology. And if you wanted to educate yourself, don't just shut, don't just jump onto one video. Jump onto a bunch of videos. So if you go to my Instagram story, I wake up at usually two o'clock in the morning, and then I go to the gym around five. So I listen to some um, I listen to some podcasts this morning, as I always do, um, to put good stuff in my brain. And if you go on our Instagram channel, if you're not part of our Instagram subscribers, you might want to think about becoming an Instagram subscriber because you'll see stuff on there that is not seen anywhere else. But I listen to two people. I was like, well, what do you listen to? Or they need or they need help, right? So um, this morning, I let's see. Let me just get to it. What I listened to this morning, a couple of a couple of things I listened to. I listened to um, Dr. Uh, Gabor Mate, How to Reframe a Challenging Moment and Feel Empowered, interview with Tim Ferriss. It was a short interview. Um, how to Reframe a Challenging Moment. It's one of the things that I put in my brain this morning. Um, Gabor Mate is the one that I quoted the other day about um, a parent saying both children were, were raised the same. So if you have a 10-year-old and an 8-year-old, you raised them the same. He's the one that said, no, you didn't. Because you were at a different stage in your life when the one child was 10 and then when the other one um, was eight. Meaning as you were raising them, you learned. You're a different human being, so you couldn't have raised them the same. But he's really, really good identifying, you know, emotions, feelings, things like that. And then the second interview, who I always love listening to, um, Douglas Murray. Um, Douglas Murray and Lex Friedman. Um, I love Lex Friedman. I love the way he interviews. Here's another great thing about Lex Friedman is he came over, I believe, to the U.S. when he was 10, I believe, not speaking English. Equality of opportunity. Equality of opportunity. He's got a human. He goes to MIT, works in AI. He has a huge social media fo following, and he is a highly intelligent person with a fantastic podcast. And he loves talking to people, even people he disagrees with. He wants to know people what goes on inside their brain. Murph, and within 20 minutes, the behavior was like night and day. They both started crying and couldn't believe it was that simple to fix with the right info. Kudos to you, Murph. And there are countries out there that don't want to see you exist, Murph. There are people out there that think you are the devil and you should go to jail and you should die and that you should have a shock collar put around your neck and you should be fried. But meanwhile, the people who you are actually working with you brought them to tears with happiness. That's why please put out content. 
share your story. Squash the negativity. Don't let people get away with lying. So when people, do we ban people on our page? Every day. Not because we don't want any dissent, not because we're trying to keep people in line, but because you're lying and you can't put lies on our page. You can't put misinformation on our page. And you can't call me an asshole on our page. Of course you're going to be banned. And I'm not the one that controls all this stuff. I've got a team of people. Not because we get so much hate, because we have something called moderators. So I can focus on creating content. So it's not that Jeff bans people, it's that our culture of our company on our social media does not allow this shit to be exposed to people that are actually trying to learn because they're getting enough false information off of our page. They need to get the right information on our page. If they want the false information, there's plenty of places to get it. Join any Leash Reactivity Facebook group. You'll get tons of false information. Marlene says, uh, yes, they look great. The raised beds. Yeah, they are. But you can also make your own, though, too, especially with large breed dogs like that. Marlene says, yes, it is. Skyler, we had another dog that was about, that was above 60 for outside distraction. Nothing gained his attention other than that. Yeah, we get it all the time. That's what numbers don't matter. That's why all these freaking, I'm sorry, wimpy dog trainers trying to downplay, you know, low numbers. How about using this? Instead of saying low numbers, how about saying the right, the correct number? Enough of the bullshit. Stop lying to the public to make yourself look good. I proudly say that I've gone over 100. I proudly say I've had to put double collars on dogs. Do I enjoy it? I enjoy the results. The owners enjoy the results. I like, to keep, I like keeping the dog alive. I like to make sure that the animal that I was chasing isn't killed. And then eventually the dog isn't killed. There are many, many, many parts of this world where if your dog harms livestock, they can be shot on sight. There are many parts of this world where if I know for a fact that my across-the-street's neighbor came over to my house and killed my livestock, even after the fact I can go over to their house and shoot their dog. I can't do that here, but there are many people that can where it is allowed. People need to get out of the concrete jungle and start realizing how the world really, really works. And they've been dealing with this for two years, says Murph. Two fucking years. And in 20 minutes, Murph fixed it, bringing them to happiness tears. Two fucking years. Sid, for your first, and I'm not, by the way, I'm not frustrated. I'm not mad. I am not angry. I'm just passionate as fuck. And I'm trying to raise everybody up and get everybody to speak up and fight back and start squashing all of this bullshit that's out there. And you need to go up against the machine and not worry about negative pushback. I assure you, I've gotten more negative pushback than probably anybody in this industry. And I will not stop. My life has been threatened thousands of times. Same with my family. Same with my employees. My business. All my customers get, all my customers and followers get emailed. Not every single one of them, but there was a point when people went through my, all my follower lists and they mass emailed them all. 
all the dogs on my property, all the owners were contacted saying I'm a, that I'm, I'm, I'm not even there. I'm abusing their dogs. And I'm like, I'm 3,000 miles away. They'll, they'll stop at nothing because they've never been punched in the face. I'm not encouraging violence. It's a, 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 it's a figurative. Thank you. It's a phrase. Don't punch them in the face. Well, some people deserve to be punched in the face. Well, yes, unless they deserve it. Right. If they don't, they Sid says, very frustrating when you know you can help an owner and they're dead against any corrections on the dog to stop bad injuries behaviors. And you walk away, Sid. You walk away. Yep. Marlene Paul, I had to block her and all. Oh, yeah. Block her and all of her fucking little friends. Of course you do. They, they, they run in packs. They run in packs because they're wimps. Get them alone in a room. Let's go. Let's talk it out. Get your little fucking minions. That's why if you're ever in a big, and if you're in a, and you're in a gang fight, you find the strongest fucking person and you break their nose. Bring them down, everybody runs. Anybody knows that. Now, all you little minion followers, who's your leader? They're on the ground bleeding. Daro, tools help the dog and owner. Yep, they absolutely do. Sue says, Green to graduate opened my eyes to the concept of how you do one thing is how you is how you do one thing is how you do everything in dog training. Every every seemingly small thing we do or not do with our dogs through the day really does matter. It does. Threshold work started with a crate. Who knew? Jeff did. Thanks. Yep. All this stuff that I've been spewing, I used to get made fun of about place. I did. I mean, I, we. I remember. I remember to this day. I was in. I was in a Facebook group, which I'm not part of any of these Facebook groups. I believe I belong to a home sitting group and an RV group, and that is it. There might be some other ones I haven't like deleted from because they don't post anymore. Place was stupid. Place was ridiculous. Seems like everybody's doing it now. The place command? Yep. At one point, nobody was using or showing shock collars. Nobody. Nobody. Zero. Well, two people. Con can agree with you. He's crying, which is fine. This is it's fine. I don't expect everybody to agree. I, I, I expect massive amount of dissent. Massive amount of dissent on my words. You might not be ready to hear this yet. Many people have not been ready to hear this. I've had many people come back. They've come back around, but I'm not trying to convince you. You're, you can think for yourself, but open your eyes. Open your eyes and see what's going on in the world. Skylar, I feel like my daughter is going to be a dog trainer too. You got her kicking the shit out of me. She's pumped up too. <laughs> Good. Con can, not, um, not kidding about the one acre equals one livestock animal. That's ridiculous. Queens County, Nova Scotia is fighting to reduce the animals people can have. I think, okay, well, let me just tell you, all the folks in Queens County, all the folks in Queens County, let's forget about the livestock for a minute. If you put half as much energy, a third of as much energy, a tenth as much energy as you are in the livestock and focus it on, I can't say his name, but it rhymes with Trudeau. Maybe you wouldn't have other issues. 
Chipmunk says Lex Friedman is awesome. Yeah, if you don't know who Lex Friedman is, he has fantastic interviews. Just go to his page. Pick out an interview of something you are like. There will be a topic that you are interested in. But he's willing to talk to everybody. He's willing to sit down with a guy from FTX. He'll talk to him. He wants to know what goes on in his mind. Chipmunk, I wish I would have known about e-cowers years ago. I can only imagine the number of dogs I could have helped that I was not able to do. Thanks for all you do. Yeah, don't don't let it eat away at you, Chipmunk. You did the best you could with what you had, and I'm sure you saved plenty of dogs, even without them. Okay? We were last night, we were at a, a Christmas um, hayride, fest, festival, lights, fair uh, uh, thing, and there was, they had some livestock there, and somebody had, people brought their dogs, and there was one dog that was going nuts. Uh, on, the, on the on the goat, both dogs were going nuts on the goat, and the goats were running. And I'm like, I didn't say anything. I stay in my lane, but I'm like, shut your fucking dog up. Like, if you can't bring your dog, if you can't bring your dog where there's going to be livestock without your dog losing its shit, and you do not have the ability to shut it up, and he was doing everything opposite because he was coddling the fucking dog as the dog was barking. It's like, don't bring your damn dog. Don't bring your dog. Your barking dog is freaking out the livestock. Meanwhile, throw a tool on that dog, tell it to shut up. Apply a punisher to that dog, tell it to shut up. Oh, that's mean. That's mean? How about the 20 livestock that you're making nervous? Isn't that a problem? Don't we care about animals? So shut your dog up and your dog learns, and now you've got livestock that aren't freaked out. And your dog learns to be quieter on livestock. Well, but we only care about the dog's feelings. Call yourself an animal lover. You're full of shit. Mel, hashtag squash the bullshit. Marlene Paul, Jeff, if I get a mini educator for my 14-month-old GSD, will there be sufficient training provided to get started? I live in uh, Costa Rica, and there are no facilities near me to help train with the, with the collar. Well, you might see us down there one day. Just to let you know. Just to let you know. They've got farms very close to the beach. You might see us down in Costa Rica one day. Really? But I, we can help you get the green to graduate. So get the green to graduate. I'll put the link up right now. Um, Academy. Dot. Solid canine training. Ah. Keys. Academy. Dot. All right? Get the green to graduate. It'll change your life. Um, Terry G, love your passion. Thank you. That's what it is, passion. Con can. The thing is to be open-minded and willing to listen to other people's perspectives. How can we learn if we don't hear what other people have to say? Agreed. And you don't have to agree with them either. You don't have to agree with them. There's many things that Lex Friedman says, that Ben Shapiro says, Dave Rubin says, Jordan Peterson says. Many people think, I don't agree with what they say, but man, do I learn some life-changing stuff. Andy Frisella, I learned so much stuff. But I also listen to like people that I totally disagree with. Kim, 
Jeff, I commend you. What an experience I am having mentioning the Queen of Graduate on a reactive dog page. I put up the facts and they can't provide a solution to the problem that brings results. Exactly, Kim. That's the common narrative. What you are doing wrong is, Kim, what you're doing is, is wrong and abusive. Okay. So, Kim, you're wrong and abusive. Let's, just, let's go with it. You're wrong and abusive. Even though you get great results, you're still wrong and you're still abusive. Even though you have a great relationship with the dog, even though the owners are happy, even though the owners have a better life than they've ever had before, even though the dog is going more places, you're still wrong and abusive. Let's run with that. So then you say, well, w show me what else. What should I do? Crickets. Con Con, our crime minister, Trudeau Poo, has so much power, is a big potato, he's a total puppet. Uh, no, we're not going to go there. It's for my next podcast. And then academy.solidcanintraining.com. I am madly in love with you guys. I care so much about you. Angela's podcast is going to be this Thursday. And, uh, um, Egyptian mythology. Right. And Wait, no, Greek. Today you got a bunch of Aztec and Mayan stuff. So Wait, get is it Greek or Egyptian? I don't even remember. You'll figure it out. All right, guys, I got to go. We'll see. in love with you. Take care. Don't forget Tuesdays and Thursdays podcast is exclusively on, available for Patreon members and for Instagram subscribers. Instagram subscribers and Patreon members. So you want to become one of those to see my Tuesday and Thursday Wake the Fuck Up with Jeff show. Q&A shows are every Wednesday and Friday. Also on my Tuesday and Thursday podcast, you can actually ask questions and I will give you answers. All right? So madly love with you guys. Take care.